Hello. Hello. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing then. Sound test. <laughs> I wasn't starting a U2 song. Vertigo, isn't it? Starts hello, hello. I don't know. No. Oh, there it is. I, I know more than I need to know about you two. There's a novel up that don't pay the taxes. Hello and welcome to the Pod Blast. Let it go. Hello. Let it go. Don't be daft. <laughs> you alright? Yeah. You alright? Yeah. Department S today. Mm-hmm. Okay. What have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been watching The Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker on Netflix. Oh, right. Yeah, the guy that came in... And something was going on, and he, came, he he had an axe, and he decided to bam, bam, bam the back of yeah, yeah. Came a YouTube sensation. That's right. Yeah, I won't give anything away, but it's interesting. Homeless, homeless guy, wasn't he? Uh, transient, I believe. Transient. All oh, right, okay. So Jack of the Jack Kerouac kind mm. of stuff going on. Fair dues. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, yeah, it's good. I haven't finished it yet, but it's good. Okay. I've watched a lot of Miraculous Ladybug. Oh. With the little one. Time to de-evilize. I can't stand that show. <laughs> I'm like that with a couple of the others that she likes, but I can. It's okay. I get. I get the story now. Although it's a, it's interesting. It's a bit mm-hmm. odd. A lot of turtles. Into the turtles. Yes. Well, we watched it, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I watched it for the first time. It was all right. You know, it it looked good enough. You won't watch the second one though, because there's adverts. I don't know. Well, I won't watch. No, I won't watch it if if I have the only choice is watching it through Channel Four with adverts. No chance. Okay. I just don't. Uh, I don't swing that way anymore. Oh, it's only a minute and a half the adverts, you know. No, they're not. They're yeah. longer than that. They're not. They seem longer to me, uh, and they 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 just kill a film dead. For you. Yes, for me. So that's why it's. My choices, I wouldn't. Mm. Um, anything else? No. We watched Willow. We did. The TV series. We finally watched the, the end of that and Tulsa King. I think this episode goes out like the f- like into the very end of January now. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, when people listen to this, they're like, what, you've only just watched it? No, we, we did watch it as soon as it was available, really, weren't we? They were all right, weren't they? You were, uh, I'm not sure about Willow. I mean, I liked Willow. I wasn't sure about the the modern speak in it. Mm-hmm. But then we watched the film and it has modern speak in it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the music at the end of each episode was so weird that mm-hmm. it seemed to me like all they're doing is trying to sell a soundtrack. Downloads on Spotify. It's way to go, isn't it? Well, yeah. So, but you'd listen to the, if you listen to the Willow soundtrack mm-hmm. on Spotify, it's, they're getting the money, aren't they, Disney? It's not, because they've paid their, Disney have already paid their fee to have, to, to use the music, haven't they? I'm not sure if that's yeah. how it works, because it it's not on a Disney album. Well, it would be, wouldn't it, Willow? Disney owns Lucas, so... It's Lucas that's produced it, so they've paid the money to have that in within their movie. Then, if you listen to specifically that soundtrack on Spotify, then it's Disney that are getting the money, not the people who have the songs. Unless you listen to someone's playlist of the Willow songs, 
in which case it's going to the the artists. Well, they've been paid for it anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right then, stop whinging. Carry I'm not, on. I'm not whinging, but you you seem confused about how the copyright would work. So I was telling you. Oh. Tulsa King, that mm-hmm. was good, wasn't it? Yeah. We're gonna watch. We're looking forward to the second series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I like the two cowboys that were also uh, Native Americans. They said they're the cowboys or are the Indians, and he said you can be both. They were cool. They said nothing, but they were so cool. Yeah. It's a lot of cool characters in there. I'm not sure about the barman. The barman comes across really needy. I'm not into his singing. No. That like was like Tammy Wynette, calm yourself. Isn't it? It was like the end of Ali McBeal when uh, What's the Face kicks off. Oh, what was her name? Vonda Shepherd, wasn't it? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> the end of every episode. She'd sit at the piano and and uh and do a song about exactly what was happening in Ali McBeal's life that day. Oh, her that sang Oh, right, yeah. The singer woman. Yeah, I've been Not down the... this road, walking right, the yeah. That one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't... Do you know what? I don't remember that. Do you not? No. They just always ended up... It, it was like their version of, oh, the bronze. Do you know what I mean? The Scooby mm-hmm. Gang was always in the bronze. Well, they'd just end up all these lawyers at the end of the day and get drunk in this bar with Von the Shepherd singing about their lives. Well. I don't know where we got there, Tulsa King. Oh, yeah. Uh, what have you been listening to? Uh, I haven't, you know. I, I just kid stuff. Because of this episode, I've added Department S. Is Vic there? Department S is the name of a of a band from the eighties, mm. and Is Vic there is probably their most famous song. Right. When it was like, oh yeah, I remember that, so I put it on. Fair enough. It's in there. It'll it'll crop up probably every time you're in the car now. For some reason, whenever mm. I add anything new, it'll never be on until you sit in there. Okay. It's very strange. And then it'll play three times over. Fair enough. Uh playing, reading? No, nothing. Don't have don't have the time. Okay. I'm a mummy. With a, an interesting elder daughter and a five year old. Right, okay. Well you can still read at the end of the night if you want to. Not presently. Not presently. Everyone bothering you at night time. Everyone's in the bed. Right. In your bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. It's it's time to uh, roll over, roll over, isn't it? The problem is, is the big one. Yeah. So the little one gets upset if the big one gets in the bed. Right. That's that's my life at the minute. Get a single bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this episode is going out the fourth of February. Uh, sorry, the third of February. So it'd be only a couple of days off the early access for Hogwarts Legacy. So that's likely what I will be sort of be waiting for mm-hmm. when this episode goes out. At the moment, I'm playing a permadeath as well as my regular character on No Man's Sky. And that's tense, isn't it? You twitch a lot. You've, you've been there when I nearly died. Mm. Nearly took me out. I, I, Because once you die, you die. And not even your save is there. It's just, there's nothing. It was like those... Eight hours you've spent never existed, so uh, it's a it's a harsh thing. And so I jump. I I went and visited someone else's station, yeah, which you can which you can do. And so I visited someone else's station, and I got oh got a load of sodium off them. Went into one of their teleporters. No, I didn't. I called in my ship. I called in my ship, and what they do is they land and then they twist themselves right. 
the orientation for how they're going to take off. It twisted and just pushed me off a platform that was in orbit, and I fell, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to die. Did you fall or float? No, I, f- I fell. Oh. I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this, I'm going to die. <laughs> but, you know, you have some jet fuel, but I don't have a recharging mod, so it was a good thing I didn't panic and try and get back up onto the ledge. Yeah. Because I would have died. Goodness. Fortunately. You were, you were all right in the end, though. I was all right in the end. Well, that's what matters. I'm really proud of you. Well done. Isn't it? Yeah. All right. So today's Department S, there was 28 episodes that that were shown 1969 to 1970. Yeah. That's a lot. 28 episodes. It's like most of these look at Protectors, 52 episodes of the Protectors, half hour shows. So yeah, that equates probably to 28, 45 minute episodes, doesn't it? Mm. So you've got an agent and you've got a computer scientist and you've got a mystery author all working for Interpol's Department S. When when cases are too baffling, this is who they go to. Right. Yeah. 1969, other shows in that year. It's the start of the Benny Hill show and Sesame Street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beatles recorded Abbey Road. Butch, uh, Butch Casting the Sundance Kid is the biggest movie. In news, the Apollo 11 moon landing. Oh, yeah. Woodstock. Boeing 747 and Concord both take their first flights, mm-hmm. uh, which is, which you'll see in a min, is, uh, ties in with the first episode of All The right. I say the first episode, it's not. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Okay. Celebs born that year are David Grohl, Jennifer Aniston, Mariah Carey, Ice Cube, uh, Donnie Wahlberg, Gwen Stefani, and Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. Paul Rudd, of all people. Mm. Just... Just not aging, sat no. there doing because you because you, you put him up like Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl's aged, doesn't he? Well, he is. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know he's hard rocking and all that kind. Of, is he hard rocking? No, he's, he's he, he, he comes across his mum everywhere. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, he comes across as a bit. I think he may have done at the beginning. Yeah, and then life circumstances shocked him out of that. I reckon. Okay, got got a level head on him. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good idea, especially when you have a look at what's happening to the bands around you. Look at. Poor old John Fashante, the the lead guitarist with Red Hot Chili Peppers, in and out, in and out, in and out of the lineup because of his uh, oh yeah substance abuse and what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. The other thing that was that was out this year was Randall and Hopkirk deceased. Oh yeah. In fact, they were filming in the same studio, mm. and they used to just go and visit each other. That's cool. While it was being filmed, uh, they used to. Uh, Lend each other's wardrobe, that kind of thing. Right, nice. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, let's go and watch it, shall we? Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, we're going in a minute. Okay, bye. And welcome back. Hello. Hello. So you've watched it now? Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? It was better than that what we watched last week. Well, yeah. I, I mean, watching paint dry, as far as you're <laughs> concerned, would probably be better than what we watched last week. So that's not a high endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was okay. It was a bit odd. Some bits of it were a bit odd. Yeah. I, I know what bits were, 
probably, and what was psychologically attacking you without you probably realising. Oh, really? But I can set you straight for it if you like. Go on then. So, it's very lavish. The colours look brilliant. I'm glad it's in Blu-ray. I'm glad it was filmed in 35mm because you can get 35mm and you can get an image from it today and it still looks as good as it does because ITC were not, they they were known for quality TV. Mm -hmm. So this looks quality. Yeah. As opposed to some of the stuff that comes next because they start to use 19 mil film. Right. Start to get a bit cheaper, but this is like one of the lavish ones. So it's nice. And you can tell that the sets are brilliant because we're looking at the the inside of uh, of the plane and the tower and the offices and you've seen all these places but the bit where it gets a bit you know where you start getting cross-eyed is probably when we go to the flat the london apartment mm-hmm. and you have something like five scenes take place all in that all within 15 minutes probably just people going in and out first first he leaves to go and talk to to the people that he needs to and then she goes in to go and check his office and all that carry on and then the girlfriend comes in so she pretends to be his his mistress and then she leaves then peter wingard is like oh what she's up there on her own, and she's just split up from someone. That sounds like vulnerability to me. And then he goes up there, and then the other guy comes back again. And, and it's just really, for such, you, you've seen so much openness and all these great sets, and then all of a sudden, to make it cheaper, it's all happening in one room. And then it start, and then it happens again in the offices of the, the um, director of the um, airline. Mm-hmm. Where they just reuse it so much that it's like, what's going on here? Um, I think it deserved a bit more money so that there was a bit more chasing, fighting, that kind of thing going on instead of what it looked like was a stage play. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it probably played on your mind, but you, it just it gets up to that point and it's almost like it stops dead. I have to say, I didn't even notice. That wasn't anything I thought of. Well, that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't have thought it. But up until that point, things are moving the way that they're moving. But then you start, like with the airport, where they keep going back to the airport, the same people that are wanted. Sitting next to each other having smoke. Sitting next (laughs) to each other. So it's it's fine. No one knows who we are. And, And so on and so forth. And all this is happening. And it just like... And it's only because they're... They're using the same sets because, in reality, what would they do? Just go half an hour up the road to Luton, to Gatwick. Yeah. You know, there's other airports. Go up to Manchester. It's only going to take four hours. And then no one's, definitely no one's going to see you, are they? So it's the fact that it just became really small for such a a big and lavish open. And you were like, that airplane real and so on and so forth to then become just knocking around the same couple of sets, suddenly become cheap, it kills the episode, I think, and it makes it seem like a stage play. Hmm. I really hadn't given that any thought. I apologise. No, no. Um, I... For not 
giving it any thought. No, but that's what I'm saying. You, 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 you didn't. It just, it's, but it's something that makes you go cross-eyed and goes, and start enjoying it less. I think that's you though, because you pay attention to that sort of thing. No, this started because what I'm saying is because you said that it was you had this thing and it was whatever and I said I can probably explain what that feeling is yeah. and the fe- and it's probably this I think without it, you noticing no I don't think it's that right I think it's how that fella that what's he called Jason King I thought he was very cool yes and I wrote that he knew exactly where the camera was which was really funny yeah but then when he got all sexually aggressive with his leg up on that woman and stuff I just put me off yeah I don't like stuff like that so kind of sort of uh is it going to be like this all the time? It is going to be like that all the time. It's, I mean, you look at Bond, you, you know, he slaps a girl, tells her he's going to tell his boss that you're, that you're working for him unless you sleep with me now. Hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? That's what age we're in. Yeah. So Jason King, he is the coolest cat. Yeah. And the, and the most hip-hop and happening character for a very, very short time. What, in real life? And in real life. In real life, Peter Wingard, he, on the success of this and the show to come after, he gets very drunk mm-hmm. because it's part of his, you know, he was turned up late to set because it took two hours to do his hair. Which is why in Chasing King, which is the series that he gets next, oh right, he gets his own series. The only time he's ever got, got ever had a split, a spin off, so he gets his own series, and it's just about him. No, none of them two, mm. and it's very much about him. And so he bec- starts believing his own hype. He's mm-hmm. drinking more. He's encouraged to. Do you know what I mean? Um, and in 1975, I think it was, he was he was arrested. For I think public disorder or lewd something with a with a crane operator in a public toilets, right? And yeah, his his career never recovered from then. Mm. He you know he's he's admitted that you know he was he was an alcoholic and he was barely functioning. He doesn't remember a lot. He filed for bankruptcy twice. I think eighty two and eighty eight. And, you know, he came back and did bit parts and stuff like Doctor Who and that. But his career, it never recovered from from his own hype, I think. Right. He was of a time. That, that, that was it. There's Jason King. And something happened and it was just like, well, no, that's, that's not the way the world is now. It changed and no one told you. Right. I didn't, I found it odd that it could be so... St- of that way and so progressive at the same time to have a person of colour that was the boss man. Yeah. It's like for the 60s, wow. Yeah, I mean, he was still Cambridge educated. The actor himself was Cambridge educated. He dropped out, I think, because he was doing economics or something like that and he dropped out to go and do theatre work and when he did that, his, his very rich publisher dad cut him off. So, so he had to act. I think he went and worked for the BBC for a bit first as a reporter, and then he got these acting gigs. And he has got the voice for it, hasn't he? Mm. So, I'd like to think that that wasn't a racist decision, as in they weren't going. Can we look for a black guy 
that that talks eloquently. I hope that that's not the case. I hope that he just auditioned with everyone else, and they went, "Oh, he's he's decent." Yeah, the presence. Yeah, yeah. It's um, another thing that you probably found odd is because we watch these things, and ordinarily, it's a setup episode. Martin Hopkirk, you know. He dies. He comes back as a ghost, and, and mm-hmm. now we're and now the ball is rolling, and that's happened with a few series that we've watched, like The Baron and so on and so forth. But this one, the first episode ever shown was episode six. Mm-hmm. So this is episode six that we watched because this is the thing that was presented to everybody back in the day. So you don't know that she's a computer scientist. You don't know that he's the straight agent necessarily. It comes across, I think, towards the end. And then the idea of... Because Jason King's like, who is this Jason King just smoking and drinking whiskeys and enjoying himself? He's an author. Well, I thought the novel jo- novel bit was a joke. No, he's... Yeah, he's an author. I thought it was just a joke they, they had about, you know, he should write a novel. Didn't realise it was... Because that's what he does. Yeah, he's like a consultant to to them because he can think outside the box. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. You won't have. I know. I should, maybe I should have just played episode one how they intended it to be. But no, this is the episode that they they aired first. Right. So I thought was he was like just stationed in Jamaica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, he's. Uh, yeah. Well, we we'll see more of him because we will do Jason King. You see. Yay. Just a standalone Jason King. Okay. I don't want any lecheriness. There's more lecheriness, drunkenness. Um, Drunken like Dean Martin singing a little wine drinking me where he's just getting more and more merry as the song's going on. Yeah, sort of. Bit no. more, bit more karate chopping. Also, it becomes a little bit more sci-fi. Mm. We're talking more about Jason King here. because he. But to be fair, he is the star of it. You'd think he was the star of it. Wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. He knew exactly where the camera was. He was really good at placing himself so you could get the good shots of him. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Yeah. That made me laugh. I liked it up until the bit in the room. Until he just climbed on top of her. Yeah. I say. Yeah, but it wasn't like that. (laughs) It wasn't in a charming of the time feel. It was a real kind of... You're trapped. um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh yes right so shall we go shall we go back so we've got um karachi used there was a lot of karachi back in the day everyone was coming and going from karachi i think lots of yeah you'll see it lots just like um just like some of the actors that you see peter bowles uh do you do you see him no so he's the agent Pet- Petacek, is it, or whatever, the one that went up in the plane. They tried to force him to uh, to fly the plane, didn't they? Oh, is that who that was? So that's Moustache Pete- Man. Yeah, that's Peter Bowles, and right. he does this. He's already done an episode of The Prisoner. He usually plays someone very British. To the man of born, you know, it's, he's he's really well known. I thought I recognised his yeah. face, but I did write moustache, blonde hair and black eyebrows man. Suspicious. Oh, that's the other guy, yes. But they were together, weren't they? So yeah, yeah. Well, I noticed them both. He was, um, and again, it's obviously of the time that they just, and obviously because of the directing, that, and the production, this is how much it costs, so we're going to keep on using this. But it's, it, all he did was put on his glasses like Superman, and he was meant to be unrecognisable. 
the blonde guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a, <laughs> his blonde wig was different in a few of the scenes, mm. not because he'd moved around. It was a different wig. Yeah. And uh, as you like to say, continuity error. There's a few in this. There's one where Peter Wingard's taking a drink with his right hand and then the camera comes, swaps to have them both in uh, shot and it's his left hand that's going down from... So he must have held it in his teeth, in his mouth for a minute, put his right hand down and then his left hand take it. But... uh, Oh, yeah. You know the guy that climbed into the plane that hit the oh, yes. fella on the head? He was wearing a black suit when he walked into the plane. Yeah. And then a grey suit when he hit the dude on the head. Yeah. At first I thought it was me, and then I was like, nope, it's a different coloured suit. <laughs> this is like getting back to last week when the stunt double was a bloke. Oh my days, that was just not okay. <laughs> it's funny, you know, it reminds me of TJ Hooker. TJ Hooker, you know what that that series is. Uh, no, but I know the rap from Kid Rock. Oh, right. No, TJ Hooker is um, he's a cop played by William Shatner. I'm like TJ Hooker, girl. Yeah, he's... Um, but that was infamous. I'm sure there's a shot how we remember it as kids. I don't know whether it's the Mandela effect or what have you, but we're pretty sure that his stuntman at one point became a person of colour for a sec, and then he sort of jumped to the floor William Shatner and it was just I mean that show was just full of because they were you know getting them out so fast so much so the big the opening title sequence of TJ Hooker you see the entire film crew reflected in a mirror (laughs) and it's just in a window and it's like it's on every episode (laughs) Kid Rock's a fan right I'm I'm a fan of TJ we should get onto those at some point the American ones like Fall Guy and TJ Hooker oh do let's the TJ Hooker one is, I think, is a is a film. The first one, so it's an hour and a half. Deal with that. We should do more films. Okay. Gods must be crazy. You've got to do that one. What? The gods must be crazy. Okay. I need you to see well, that. Picking it. All right, fair dues. Uh, <laughs> going back to this, going back to this, and the 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 sets being so good and what have you. The black box recorder. <laughs> oh yeah. Why did you need the toolbox just to click it up? Yeah, they need the toolbox just to lift it up. And the black box recorder itself, they they obviously had never seen one because these things are meant to indestructible, aren't they? The, the impact of a plane. That looked crashing. like a money box. Yeah, I, it looked like one of those um, that you kept all your cassettes in. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. thought it looked like one of those money boxes, you know, with like what you'd use if you were doing a, a jumble sale or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's not that easy to re- to remove. No, just get it. Just next to first you know, class between planes crash into mountains, and the black box is fine. So yeah, you know, got Patsy Klein's last words of saying Charlie. Yeah, and they they hit a mountain. So yeah, well there you go. Yeah, Patsy Klein, and I'm sure your Belinda Carlisle and your Tapau mixes and stuff. They'll they'll those cassettes will be fine if it's in that. Right. Just in the floor next to seat one and two. No problem. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, obviously we hadn't seen one before. There's a lot of that kind of business goes on in these things, isn't it? Uh, the sussy guy did have a sussy run as well, didn't he? The blonde fella. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was like, um, excuse me, I didn't mean to blaspheme. Oh, my days. Uh, it was like, uh, 
you know, Jim Carrey, get yes. away, get away. Yeah. He was like, what's happening? In my head, it was, f- I, I could hear Penelope pit stop. His arms were flailing. Help, help. His arms were flailing. <laughs> he run like my little one when she was two. Do you remember? She used to stick her arms in the air and just run. Yes. <laughs> very, uh, very sussy, very sussy run. He, um, but then there was a lot of running around this airport. Again, it, it, it's Look, of the time. only had two rooms, eh? Yeah, of the time. I mean, you're running. You, you can just get onto the tarmac. You can just get a. Are you you can just get into a car and start ragging around the place. Have you ever run through an airport? Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah, well, this one's only three two, rooms yeah, at, at max, isn't ugh. it? <laughs> Whether you're negotiating people or you're just a kid and your mum's letting you run. It is exhausting. The room was very nice, I thought, for the Pan Am uh, director of operations with his little silver tray of all his drinks. Oh, yeah. Pan Am, very classy. Very stylish, I wrote. The pilot stunt was a bit extreme. And why is the captain walking around in first class? Over at the very beginning, yeah. I I suppose, again, that must have been a thing back in the day. You know, the, the... the pilot just wandering around. But then pilots do come out every now and again now, even with tight security, because what they'll do is they'll they deliberately put on the fasten your seatbelts so that they can go to the toilet. They know no one's gonna be in the bathroom. So they put this fasten the toilets. Uh, fasten those seatbelts on so they can nip to the toilet for a wee. And then get back and they'll turn it back off again. Hmm. Hmm. You're looking at me with scepticism. Just looking at you. That's right. how I look at you these days. Um, yeah, the pilot, the the idea of having to trap Peter Bowles into, you know, trick him into flying a plane by pretending to knock out the pilot. I mean, the setup to that straight away is, oh, we're going to take one of these, these big Boeings and what I want is uh, I, ne- I need a pilot. And he goes, "Yep, I'll get you a, I'll get your co-pilot too." And he goes, "Don't need one. You can't, fly, you can't get into a plane. You just can't get into a plane without a co-pilot. That's number one. We all know that. But the idea <laughs> that you can pretend to extreme. knock him out, <laughs> have this thing plummet into the earth to try and trick him into into yeah, flying because, a plane. <laughs> yeah, because one of you is either not really unconscious or the other one can fly a plane because you just it's too big a machine to. Uh, yeah, it was silly that. You you can watch. There's a guy. I, I I'll come. I'll I'll get his name at some point. Maybe I'll put it in the description. Who on YouTube? He's got a channel and he he flies uh, simulated planes. No Microsoft Simulator. Mm. Um, what's involved in flying a plane just taxiing to the runway? All the checks, not it's unreal. So, yeah. but th- this seemed to be this thing back then, the sixties and seventies, that you just get behind the wheel of a plane and <laughs> you just. Bobbing about a bit and you're laughing. <laughs> There's no chance. Deary me. Um, and then, of course, Peter Bowles was assassinated, wasn't he? He was assassinated by what looked like a pellet gun, a .22 pellet gun, air rifle. I know you were giving me the business about it, but he definitely jumped well before the gun was meant to have gone off because they didn't react Yeah. when he was pretending he'd been shot until after he'd gone back, so he did it too soon. Yes, yeah, sound travels. Nope. Yeah, he did it too soon. So sound travels. 
slower. So even if we're taking into effect the gunshot, the gunshot's your mark or whatever, and he'd be slightly early because it takes then takes time for the sound to get to you. But also with the the director who would have been there, you know, and shot and you know because obviously the the sound of the gun was was put in post mind you probably knowing then back then they just fire a gun in the air <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm going to forgive them for that of all the things to just saying. to pull them up on i noticed that you know it was nice to see a girl agent capable mm-hmm. and getting on with it she yeah. could, you know she's picking the locks taking photographs but... but then that's the problem yeah you know was it easier to just knock out the um the air stewardess when she came into the office when she was in there, you know, wait until she comes through. Back, you know, because we all know that a chop to the neck, that's it, takes anyone out for for uh, the perfect amount of time for the plot every time. Mm. Uh, they'll they'll usually regain consciousness as they are needed for the scene. So it would have been easy just to give her a chop. No, I tell you what, we're gonna do," said the writer. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get her. I, I was just walking past the shops. I was walking past Harrods the other day and they had the knickers in the front. I was like, I really want to see what's a face in these knickers. And so they wrote it in. It's really weird, isn't it? It probably wasn't at the time. It is now. It is. Well, yeah, it wasn't at the time. Those bits, though, let it down, I think, because it had so much going for it. Like, you know, she knew her business and she was very stylish and the twiggy hair and then there was the... The boss man who lived in the Downton Abbey Georgian houses, which mm-hmm. was very cool. Yeah. Um, and then you know she's got to walk around with one one stocking off, and he's gonna. I'm gonna say it, he's gonna molest yeah. that poor <laughs> yeah, stupidest girl who was just either a really good actress or not a really good actress because I was onto her straight away. Yeah. She was so snooty and her eyes were all over the place, so she was either overdoing it. Or, or she, she was, was reacting to what was, was going on. Just like, yeah, like, oh, there's a camera there. Oh, look at them lights. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, my hair all right, Stan? Yes. Well, that's the thing. It was directed by Cyril Frankel. You know that name because he's the one that just did the adventure. Right. The first episode. So you can see the difference in the cuts and the editing when he has the same set of tools. The, the first, you know, the first, uh, the, the adventure only being 30 minutes long, we were watching that and it was just cut to death, yeah. wasn't it? At least this was, you know, was different. I'm not, sh- you know, he did what he did, which you see a lot in this, the thing that I'm so not into grown up, but as a kid, I suppose I didn't notice when I watched these, but the use, the single use of a room, for 15 minutes with four different scenes. Dina was the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they all are. you got to cut down on production. She, what have you know, you. she'd be running out on a horse across the mountains. Then she'd come to a tiny village that, you know, whatever it, whatever it was, but it was the castle she went into in some place or whatever. It's always the same. Yeah. So he's so he's good TV director he, he you know he directed the avengers return the same protectors ufo random hopkirk he's going to keep showing up he was one of only three directors that went on because they all thought that they were going to go and do series two of department s but it didn't do so well in america so 
it turned into Jason King. It turned into Jason King because of M- Monty, Monty's wife. She went, Jason King's all right, isn't he? What about just giving him a series? And so that's what they did. And he is only one of three directors that made it across because he decided who he liked and who he didn't like. Mm-hmm. And who who he decided who were good directors as as the you know as the talent right yeah who was you know who should go over with him but he's one of the ones that survived he's done a lot hasn't he uh, again monty berman and dennis spooner it's that team up team up again even you notice it now you start to look at them and yeah. go it's them again so they devised the series it was written by gerald uh, kelsey who also did episodes of the saint the prisoner you know the the, the usual the usual adventure and mm-hmm. whatnot. The music. What do you think of the music? Didn't really pay any attention to it. Did you not? No, sorry. I'm really into the. It's one of my favourites. No, this. I didn't. I don't know. I don't notice it. I'm sorry. That's all right. He did the Saints, Danger Man, the Baron, and Champions. The 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 themes to all of those really classic. When the themes on, I'm looking at the faces. Yeah, seeing who they are and stuff. Yeah, because I've not seen it before, and I know I have to pay attention. And I don't want you to pull that grumpy face at me like you do when, you know, when you pause it because I'm texting my daughter. Yeah, well, you know, you get annoyed at me, so I don't want any of that. Less of that as possible. Yeah, because so. five minutes later you're asking me what goes on, so but just I can't not answer. So you yeah, know, so so we just pause it. But then you're, you, it's not that you get angry face at me. Well, no, it's not that. It's not fair to do that, is it? You know, you know how I get. I I I get concentration face. My concentration face looks like I'm. I'm livid. Yeah. It's 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 just you know. Yeah. I've got a condition. Never. I don't think you've mentioned it for a couple of episodes. I, I know I've mentioned it. Do you know what? I'm probably going to dedicate an episode just to it as well. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great. Will you remember to do it though? And I, will you ever upload it? I know. I'll do it myself. Don't you worry. You you don't need to. That wasn't what I meant. I know. Making a terrible joke at your expense. The cars, uh, Austin 1100s, obviously, Rolls-Royce Phantoms all over the place, and a Worsley uh, 699. I mean, minis everywhere and what have you, 60s -hmm. Britain. Every car's kind of, there's nothing that, when you look out at the cars now and all the brilliant colours that you've got back then, it was just beige, black, or grey. Some white, and that was it, wasn't it? I don't know. It's when you watch these series, you see. Yes, I thought one of them was red. Clearly, I imagine that. Uh, yeah, very dark maroon. Mm, the uh, burgundy. The, yeah, the what's it called? The Rolls Royce Phantom. Yeah. People had burgundy cars then. Yeah, nice. Uh, but you know, cars are cars. Fashion, yeah. though, you just look at Jason King for fashion, don't you? Mind you, that that that. Uh, what's a face add on with the uh, the bright green, day, the sort of luminous green outfit that she had? Oh, I liked everything she had on. She had the twiggy hair, like I said. She was really gra- glam. The 60s hair was perfect, by the way. Yeah. Everybody had absolutely perfect hair. Uh, it looked really fabulous. And I noticed everyone's blue eyes, the ones that had blue eyes, they really popped. They had really, the men, not mm. the women, the men had really heavy makeup on. Yeah. For some reason. Well, again, this was never meant to be Blu-rayed up. Mm. It looks brilliant on 35mm film. Mm-hmm. That's the difference with The Adventurer. We watched that. That was 19mm, and it looks grainy. Jason King, they it goes grainy because they they decide to save some money, and they do it by... 
you know, change from 35 mil to 19 mil, and it makes a hell of a difference. This, it looks beautiful, just like um, the Zoo Gang, when you watch the first mm. episode of that, it was just... The makeup was really heavy, though, on the men, I noticed. Yeah. But not the women. The women had it fine. Strange. Yeah, so... Nice suits. Nice I suits. I, I thought so. What's his face? Stuart Sullivan, his his suit, his checkered suit all the way through, nicely pressed, even after running around underneath the car park for... Well, he's super fit, clearly, because the other guy was giving it beans and out of breath and his arms in the air and a panicky look and in behind him, just going just as fast as him, but hardly even moving. Anyone would think he was just sort of jogging on the spot or something. Isn't it? He, um, you say super fit, he became the the face of a cigarette brand over in America. Yeah. Sort of James Bond style, what have you. That's all he really got to do. He, um... He went after. He went back to America after this first series, waiting for the call for the second series. And he thought that his holiday Hollywood sort of career would take off, and it really didn't. That happened to him from Corey. He was a real big baddie in Corey, and the whole nation loved him because yeah. he was such a swine. Yeah. And he went off to Hollywood. N- never heard of him. Don't even think he was in one thing. Is that the one that threw Betty in front of her? Tram is it? Is it him or is it someone more less no. modern, more modern? What? Uh, late night, mid nineties. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's like Jessica Rain. I like her, but she went off to be in Hollywood after Call the Midwife because it was such a f- massive show. Yeah. I think she was in two things. In fact, she was in two things that I could name, and yeah. then recently she's back over here with Peter Capaldi. That with her in uh, EastEnders as well, didn't it? Which one? Um, she was one of the Slaters, I think. Black hair. Oh, the one that was in the uh, Doctor, Doctor Who. Who? Yeah, yeah, because she went over. She was this. She was uh, the Bionic Woman because they remade the Bionic Woman series. Yeah. Uh, you got to watch a couple of them. They weren't bad. You know, it was what it was. But there she was over in America doing a thing. That show got cancelled. Uh, or was it only the pilot? I, I seem to think that there were some episodes. Anyway, yeah, she just wasn't picked up. She wasn't used. It's very odd. Mm. Just. Mm. Uh, I suppose, I suppose, actually, over here and over in America is a completely different system. Over there, unfortunately, there was still a very unscrupulous, and probably still is, despite Weinstein. There's probably some Weinsteining going on still, isn't there? I would imagine so. Over here, I don't know. I know that they've joked about, you know, in theatre, well, you're going to have to... Uh, I think if you'd have done it to Saran Jones when she left Coronation Street, I think she'd have knocked you out. Well, exactly. And I think that's the difference. And Raquel. Was it Michelle Ryan? Her name. What's Raquel's real name? You know what I mean, though, don't you? Raquel Ra- from Corrie. Raquel, no. Oh, she's dead famous. She's in Something Happy Valley. Something Shaw. Don't know oh, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yes. uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. She's not going to lie down on the couch for you. No. She will knock you out. Yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? So maybe... I'd like no, I'd not like to think that, but I don't know. It's a, it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing to have to think about. And I'm sure it does happen. You? I mean, it it does happen over here. We know it does. Yeah. I just like to think that it happens less now because of the world we live in and the fact that we're just a bit different. Yeah. But the women here are a bit different. Yeah. Then. I think a lot of other places around the world. 
it's like not ev- not everybody, but there's a there's a lot of it's okay to be a proper tough woman. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Fair enough. Well, let's hope so. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't try and slap me again. I'll kick you a bit. When do I try and slap you? <laughs> you don't usually tickle me very aggressively. <laughs> I wouldn't try. You wouldn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I feel a challenge coming on. <laughs> um, what'd you give it? I give it 100 so you didn't get annoyed at me. No, no. no I'm only messing, I'm messing, messing. I'm making you sound really awful, aren't I? No, you don't have to do that. No, I give it 100 because it was, I really, actually really was enjoying it. I liked it. It was just that moment when he put his leg up like, and climbed over the wall. Yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't. Why? And he looks like my, my mum's friend, John Wigan. Yes. Who I've told you about loads. I've of met him. Oh, have you? Yeah. I got stopped in customs with him once because they thought he'd like took me and my eldest against our will, and he hadn't. Yeah. Um, but he looked like him, and it was like, oh, what's happening? Right. He, I've given it eighty-five. Oh, I thought I knew. Um, I've given it eighty. Yeah, I've given it eighty-five because I know there's much better episodes. I, I like. I, you know, I love Department S. I like it. I love it. I, I'm eager to watch them all again because I've not seen them in Blu-ray before, and they just they pop. The last time I saw these was, um, the ITC video releases, mm-hmm. which were nice, but you know, it's video releases on a little screen. So, I'm I'm so happy that Network are modernising all of these, and. And releasing them and what have you. But they come collectors items, some of them, because if they don't do well, they don't they don't keep doing the presses and it's hard to get hold of stuff. The Baron was hold hard to get hold mm. of. Department S thankfully isn't. Oh and I'll watch another episode then with you. What we'll do is we will I know we're doing these the first episodes and you know the 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 concepts of them and seeing you know if you like the concept and does it does it work well would it be would it work today i think today this is almost like the x files not quite obviously but it's that idea of there's a department where where if if no one else can fathom what's happening you know this plane has disappeared for 6 days you can't say where mm. it's been there's this special department yeah that's probably, you know, frowned upon by others. Mm. And there you go, that's that's who they are. Well, as they say in America, um, this is why you get paid the meaty books to figure it out. Yes. So. But going forward, we will revisit some of these episodes. Mm-hmm. And what we'll do is we'll watch the best of. The ones that have been voted time and time again this is the best episode of department s and we'll watch that okay. and we'll we'll see how how things differ because there are much better episodes do you know which one what we should watch what the very 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 first shaw brothers movie um well we'll have to be careful we'll have to see because it's maybe shaw brothers kung fu because it wasn't exclusively kung yeah, fu no, okay oh, they did yeah, porn and oh, they, no. Yeah, they did soft porn and they did um, they did historical dramas and they did soaps. In fact, at the moment, that's the thing that they're known for. They're the, the biggest soaps in China. Okay, I'll rephrase. First ever Shaw Brothers kung fu movie. Okay, we may well have watched it. Yeah, 
I'll have to, yeah, we'll have to have a, we'll have a look. All right. Okay, so an 85 and 100. Yeah, because it's conceptually, it's a, it's a good thing. It got a bit messy towards the middle as they tried to wrap things up. I mm. thought the third act was just, was very stage show. But, you know, we're just watching the same characters running in and out on the same set. That, no, it, it, it didn't do it for me, this, okay. this episode. Um, so you would watch again. Yeah. And... Jason King, shall we get Jason King out of the way then? Shall we do that next? If you wish. And, well, it's going to be easier for you to make, to mark the difference between the two. Okay. Yeah, so we'll do Jason King next. It won't be the next episode. The next episode is going to be one of my Take It With a Pinch of Salt spoilers, shenanigans, Don't and forget what to have you. Lisa Marie. Yeah, well, this is this is going out. About three weeks after what's happened with Lisa Marie. But if if you want to talk about it, we can do. I meant in your news. Um, There'll be more info by then. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sad and... It's sad. What have you, but... And especially, you know, heart conditions as regards to the entire family. Mm. Seems that there just seems to be a predilection towards towards heart issues i don't know whether we don't know at the minute whether that was exacerbated through recreational this that or the other but it's you know the way that there's there's just mutterings as opposed to saying straight facts Mm -hmm. um it might be we don't know but either way it's sad Mm -hmm. um but the, the same can be said with with anyone really indeed you know there's lots of people going through grief and yeah. whatnot through their, you know, through their families and what have you. Especially with what's happened recently in the world, I think the UK is 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 still at like fifty thousand excess deaths a year. Yeah, which we're really not we're not talking about. It's no. just it's happening, and we just have to deal with it because because of what. Because there's not enough money for the NHS. Not enough money doesn't doesn't make sense. <laughs> Does that make sense? I mean, if you want more money, what you do is you print it, and then you've got more money. Oh come on, now it's common sense. Let's not talk nonsense now. Because yeah, the only people we owe it to is ourselves. So I'm sure. I don't know. That's a political one, and I will do a political one one day where I explain. What I think is going on, mm. what what they've done, what they continue to do. You should get Linda on it, you know. She, she's the only rival for you. Yeah, yeah. Linda's very knowledgeable, and she she comes from a different, a slightly different bit of the politi- of politics spectrum now. Because because of what I think about some of the the left wing punditry that we have like navara media mm. and you're going to end up with tinfoil on your head no no I, i've I've gone the opposite way that's the point oh. there there's a there's a there's a i i refer to them as champagne socialists because they really are champagne socialists the, this this small group of of well-educated southerners who who are the political left and I don't recognize them 
as representing me. And when Corbyn was presented as an option during the election, they turned on him. They turned on him so that they could have their moment in the spotlight. So when a real offer of something on the left is presented to them, they are just as likely as anyone else, all these blue tick celebrities, to turn on someone so that their best interests are served. And now that there's, we don't have a political left anymore, we just do not have that option at all in, in this country. And it'll be smashed if anyone talks about it and you're a communist and so on, like the 1950s in, in America. Because we don't have that anymore, it's all safe for them to say, things should be better, things should be better, this isn't how it should be, the right are going too far. They can safely do it because there is no one to champion the left at the moment, politically. But the minute someone's presented, they turn on that person just so they can carry on being paid to be journalists. Mm. Well, that's people. It is. I feel like my youngest daughter will find the sword in the stone and change the world. Listen. Strange women lying in bonds is no basis for a system of government. Supreme power derives from a mandate from the masses, not some farcical aquatic ceremony. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where should we go now? Yeah, I did that one just for you. That's very kind of You're you. Welcome, my love. All right. Bye bye, everyone. Bye. I don't know how much of that will survive at the end. <laughs> 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 <laughs>